Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Bones, and I am joined, as always, with my esteemed hosts, Kat and Rob. How are you doing, guys? Oh, good. Doing all right. Yeah. We had a little sexy time earlier. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got done recording episode two of Sexy Time with Rob. <laughs> you said it. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> Which uh, you can find on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash slash radio. All of the um, uh, um, Lord Humphrey, what was it? Lord Humphrey Audio Entertainment Network. Right. Why is that so difficult? I don't know. I think my brain just won't. Hmm. It just won't. All right. Yeah. That, um, that's the conclusion I've come to. It's such a catchy name, though. Not really. I hate it. Rolls right off the tongue. I despise it. I don't like it. Much like and, the skin uh, tags of your love. Oh, I'm eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> we just, when I just told you, the fuck can't have nothing, man. Oh shit. I, I hope that just like the skin tags of your lover ends up on the merch at some point <laughs> for this. God damn, man. That is the most terrifying thing we've ever talked about on the show. I specifically mentioned chicken nuggets like three times and you got to go bring up skin. God, I don't even want this anymore. That's it. Okay. There's no skin tags on your nuggets. You're fine. If they're from McDonald's. They might be. I don't know. <laughs> it might be all skin tag. Man. Oh, fuck me. That's skin tag meat. 
Well, now that my uh, <laughs> snack is ruined, <laughs> appreciate it. Well, glad to be here, guys. How's your night going? Ah, that's fantastic. Son of a bitch. Uh, we do have a voicemail this week. Oh, there's a voicemail. That's good. Uh, before we get to the voicemail, mm-hmm. I would like to do something I've never done on this show. Okay. Uh-oh. I would like to call to order Horror Court. Ah, shit. Uh, I have some serious charges to bring mm-hmm. against uh, Mikey Bones, uh-huh. this podcast, Cat, and everyone. Actually, just Mikey. <laughs> All right. Uh, doesn't involve Cat, really. I don't think so, anyway. <laughs> the investigation's ongoing. <laughs> um, so, last week, mm-hmm. we reviewed Rob Zombie's The Devil's Reject. Great episode. A movie that everybody knew I was going to hate. And I was told that it was because that was the Patreon pick. Mm-hmm. But now evidence has surfaced that indeed that was not a film that was nominated by the Patreon, but one that Mikey Bones himself picked. Uh, How say you? Uh, there is a very, very small amount of troops of that. Unbelievable. No, 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 no. The deception. There's no deception. That has taken place. This, this was a big misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Is all that it was, and I shall explain. Um. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, as everybody knows, our Patreon. You have it being a patron to our Patreon. You have the ability to bring forth a movie topic one week out of the month, and we will discuss that movie, and it is voted upon by uh, fellow patrons and ghost your uh your co-host of this horror life friend of this show as well she her vote was and i quote zombie devil smiling face okay now we know ghost most people listen to this show know ghost she's a big rob zombie fan Mm -hmm. i assume she meant rob zombie and uh i even replied to ghost saying what year and her response was any okay so i assume she meant any rob zombie movie and i would i went like rob if you had to name a prince song which song would it be if i had to name a prince song prince song which one would it be purple rain there you go beautiful now Mm. i just picked devil's rejects the most popular rob zombie movie devil's rejects that's the one i picked Mm-hmm. So I feel like this was a big misunderstanding. I have spoke to Little Miss Ghost and told mm-hmm. her to be specific going forward to avoid any mishaps like this again. All right. Well, I still find you guilty as charged. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kat, do you at least see that this was was completely accidental? So I, I do see the train of thought. I, I will say that when I saw it, um, when I first saw that zombie was the reply, I did think it was just um, like a zombie movie. But uh, the devil smiley right. face did kind of throw me because I had just been listening to a This Horror Life uh, where Ghost was adamantly defending Rob Zombie. And I just, I did assume, like, second glance, assumed that it was Rob Zombie also. Right. So I can see how the misconception happened. All right. And you did try to clarify. Right, I did attempt it. And I'm, I want to translate real quick. When she said zombie, evil smiley face, what evil smiley face means is I'm going to fuck Rob up real quick. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's universal. Right, see, yeah. so yeah. you know, I, I, I do see that. I do see that. And and like, you're not opposed to zombie movies, right? No, no, right. no. I mean, shit. So ones, but. I, it just makes more sense because like everybody likes a good zombie movie. That doesn't seem inherently evil. Right. All right. And then when she didn't have a specific movie, you know, like there are zombie movies that we could pick that would be obviously very mean to Rob, <laughs> but <laughs> as a genre. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I should get off on parole. All right. Yeah. That's I was going to say that anyway. It's a first time offense. Not a big deal. But I don't want to see you back in my courtroom. You understand? <laughs> Understood. <laughs> All right. Understood, Your Honor. I had to get that out of the way. <laughs> I don't like doing the horror court thing. I Usually it's about me. It's weird that I had to call one. I smelled this one <laughs> coming a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did this horror life, your last episode, drop yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, I smelled it since then. <laughs> so, but here we go. Yeah. It, it was, a, it, in all honesty, like when, once she, because she had texted me saying, you blamed me for something. I'm like, what? Like, motherfucker, you picked it. Like, yeah, I blamed you. <laughs> and then we just go back and forth. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Zombie, sorry. Not a not yeah. a ghost right. pick. Like, I would have picked, I would have thought she would have went paranormal way before zombies. She does like the paranormal movies. Right. You know. Right. So, I mean, it, it I, I think ghosts should go to jail for this. Um, She's not here to defend herself. I don't give a damn. I was gonna say I don't think we can send yeah. <laughs> just like yeah. random people though. I'll do it right now. <laughs> or jail. Right now, ghost. I hereby sentence you to what did the guy for the Islanders get? Seventy one days. Seventy one months. Seventy one months. <laughs> uh, you get seventy two months. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You didn't get a fucking NFL an NHL team out uh-uh. of this. You just tortured Rob. Yeah. Which, you know, good job on that. Come on. But anyway. I, was, I do apologize, but you know. All right. Well, you know, you know. Fault. Here's the thing, though. It makes us look like jackasses. We're supposed to be running this Patreon thing, uh, and I don't know how to do it. So that means you two have to take care of it, and this is a mess up. Was it really though? Look, we got you to watch Devil's Rejects. <laughs> yeah, really? that's a huge mess up. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, here's here's a real question: What if Ghost wants to do the Devil's Rejects on this horror life? What happens then? I quit the show. <laughs> quit your own show. Yeah, yeah, I quit my own show. <laughs> a little bit of transparency, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the show. There was a list of movies that, excuse me, there was a list of movies that um, we were picking from for this week's topic. And one of them was um, in the within the list was Rob Zombie's Halloween. And that was the first <laughs> one I said. And I will quote Mr. Rob Humphrey. I'll be damned <laughs> if I watch Rob Zombie Halloween. I will say I'm a little bit disappointed that we didn't pick that one because I was really hoping for some clarification about the Loomis eye situation. Yeah. Well, I, I, here's the thing but, about about that, though. We just did a Rob Zombie episode. If we did another one, uh, yeah. it would not have been interesting for anyone because I would have said the exact same things about that movie that I said about <laughs> The Devil's Reject. Your pain, I think our listeners very much enjoy. Only this time it would have been Michael Myers involved. So I would have been a little more upset. (laughs) Oh, man. Listening back to last week's episode, you sounded like I did during bad CGI sharks. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, we we, got to double down zombies someday, man. Someday. 
someday in the far, far future when I'm no longer on the show. <laughs> What's the point in that then? <laughs> uh, that being said, before we get uh, into the news and stuff, I do just want to, um, I'm not super happy with our pick this week, but I will say I, I did want to thank you guys for working with me. I had so many movies to watch for work this week, and it was nice to kind of double dip on yeah. one of those <laughs> where I got to do it for two things instead of tracking down another additional movie. Yeah. You know, it's really not that bad because it, it just saved us a couple of days of going back and forth on what the hell. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knowing what to pick <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so. I do wish you would have sent us the other list with the movies from the 70s or whatever. On but the 70s? I'm still going to be working on that one yeah. next week, I think. Uh, because there were so, not... If anyone wants some 1970s movies. There were not movies. good choices on this other list. So, <sighs> I, I just... I didn't want to type it out because it... There's like 20-some movies on the 1970s no. list. Well, hopefully there's some better ones. I'm lazy. Yeah, but Rob <laughs> Zombie didn't make any movies in the 70s. No. no. This is true. Damn. It was a great decade. <laughs> a good decade for cinema all the way around. It really was, though. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of good stuff that came out in the 70s. Not any of the ones that are on my <laughs> list, to be fair. But, <laughs> generally yeah. speaking. Well, damn. All right. Well, um, uh, let's move on into the voicemail from this week. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. Uh, the number is 917-397-KILL. That's 917-397-5455. If you guys want to leave a voicemail for the show, we will play it on air and discuss it and talk about it and throw sunshine and rainbows your way. So... Here we go. I'm going to fucking struggle again. I know it. Uh, here is the voicemail for this week. Hello, this is Rob Gurr, and I was uh, wanted to call in because it's been a while since uh, the number one fan of Slasher Radio was called in, but I was very upset with the, guy, the way you guys treated Rob on this last episode. The man is such a genius and such a treasure to all of us. And making him watch The Devil's Rejects was just low. Uh, it was a low blow. It was very underhanded. I did appreciate it. The other thing I don't appreciate is all of this investigation. I don't understand what that's about. Get these goddamn Oopaloopas away from me. <laughs> I had one running across my front yard the other day. Luckily, I had my hose. So I was able to get rid of them. But get those damn things away from me. All right? I gotta go. I, I think that's Jinx. Is that you? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. What the hell? That took a turn. Release Jinx, please. <laughs> no. Jinx is, he got him again. Drink the Kool Aid, Jinx. Just drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> Roger, thank oh. you so much for calling in. I think all very good points. Very, very good points. We'll actually need you to call in again and just stay on the line a little longer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you guys were very mean to me, and that was a low blow last week. It wasn't a low blow. We were trying to do the Patreon. It was a low pick. blow. You guys, you you manipulated the <laughs> Patreon pick. People pay for that, you know? Yeah, well, ghost is serving 72 hard months in jail, <laughs> man. You know, people are paying for these crimes. Don't so. worry about it. But speaking of crimes, this fucking guy, Robger, he's spraying our Oompa Loompas. Well, the Oompa Loompas are running across his yard, apparently. He's got to hose them down to get, a, get away from them. Uh, you know, I mean, I really think that this investigation into Robger needs to be called off because it sounds like we're really causing problems for this man. Um, and clearly he's a, he's a good man who understands things. Sounds like he's causing problems for jinx. No, yeah. no he's trying to help jinx. I'm sure of it. 
<laughs> now I'm worried about investigating because the guy's get the ho- he's getting the hose, <laughs> yeah. he's spraying people in the fucking ass with. <laughs> yeah, he's got the hose. You can't, you can't just break out the hose and get the hose on people, man. What the hell? <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, I mean, he didn't even ask a question. Well, I think that that was more just a feedback call. Uh, yeah, know. yeah. Um, but it, it was nice to hear from him again. He's been gone for a while. I was starting to get worried about him. Mm. He could have stayed gone a little longer. Uh, it been bad. Uh, it's nice to know there are guys like Rob Jer out there. Kat, you think Jinx is all right? I hope so. But he sounded like he really got a hold of him that time. No, I, I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. Don't 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 waste your time looking into it. We got a, now, now we got missing Oompa-loompas. A couple of them are wet. Jinx is gone. <laughs> Fuck. The show is turning into chaos. I'm going to find that son of a bitch one day, Rob. Yeah, I, I, I would just leave him alone. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, with that being said, are you glad you heard from me, buddy? Makes me happy. I got to get Greg to call in. Enough is enough. No. I'm going to start fighting fire with fire. <laughs> Greg, Greg has been banned <laughs> from calling in. He's been banned from Twitter, too. <laughs> Poor Greg. Uh, all right. You guys want to get into the news? Please. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. Is any of it good? Oh! Uh- <laughs> Is there good Depends news? Depends on what you consider good. Have either of you guys watched Fear Street yet? Nope. Came out today. I didn't know if you guys had time to watch it. The response that I've seen on social media has been really good. Okay. Well, perfect. Let's start off with that because I did want to mention that. Um, <laughs> we mentioned last week how we were getting screeners for Fear Street. <laughs> That's right. Be the first. We had some technical yeah, we, we difficulties didn't update people with on the that, screeners. Did we? Uh, well, um, this is our update, and Rob, you even laughed at people, because we were getting to see it I know, first. I know, I was like, ha ha, suckers, I remember, <laughs> I listened back. And not one of us fucking watched. <laughs> no. In my defense, though, I was going to watch it, I was going to do our, uh, pre-release review for the website, I did not get the screener. Right, so Kat didn't Shit. get the screener, did you get yours? It was not in my email. Uh, I also couldn't find it in my spam folder, so I think maybe I just didn't get it. Right. Did you get yours, Mikey? Uh, well, I gotta yell at some people for Kat, I guess. Um... So, my spam folder does uh, empty itself after like every 28 emails, so it could have gone to my spam folder, and I just didn't get to yeah. it in time. But as far as I know, like it didn't come to my inbox, I didn't see it, I was looking forward to it, this one is not entirely my fault. Yeah, I didn't get shit. Right. Well, I got it. Uh, and I was all ready to watch it. I couldn't wait. I uh, was really looking forward to it. And I misread the email. So it expired at midnight on Tuesday. And when I sat down to watch it, it was already expired. I thought it was uh, I thought it was uh, like active at midnight on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, but that is actually <laughs> when it was inactive. So I sat down and I was all excited and I hit play and it was this Netflix screener has expired. <laughs> oh, <Damn. crap. laughs> well, I'll tell you what, next week, we're seeing the shit before you guys or whenever the next one comes out. I forget. I think it's weekly. I, I don't know. If you let me know when they're on the way, I will start checking my spam folder. Yeah, right. I'm going <laughs> to uh, have to look at the little release thing again. But Rob, you said that uh, everything was positive for it. Everything I've seen so far. Hmm. Okay. I, now I'm looking forward to it even more. Yeah. 
Yep, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to watching this weekend. I saw I uh, was gonna go see the Forever Purge earlier tonight, but instead I took a nap. Yeah, fuck that so. movie now. See, I went so I I really tried not to shit on that movie, and every guy every time you guys <laughs> shit on it, which was every time it was mentioned, by the way, I purposely <laughs> stood back and didn't say a word and tried to nip it in the bud. And for reasons that everyone listening to the show does not know, but you two do know, mm-hmm. fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like fucking shit that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Fucking enough Purge movies are all the same. I was anyway. going to go see it, but I just didn't make it. <sighs> I feel better. I'm thinking I still might go. Um, I just found out that the theater that serves alcohol by my house is reopened. Oh, and it's like, I can't think of a better movie to get drunk during than the Forever Purge. Yeah, yeah. yeah I might still try and go this weekend. I got a long weekend anyway. Well, you made it through the fucking hunt, cat. So yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. sober, and I don't have to be. <laughs> well, I'm glad that that um, that that's good because you know I, I really do like R.L. Stein, man. And Goosebumps is the shit. Don't get me wrong; I'm not hating on Goosebumps. Love Goosebumps, but you know something a little more mature would definitely be good. Yeah. And I, I've been staying away from comments uh, for the most part, but I have seen that people are liking it. I've also seen I. One person that I follow said that they were surprised at how, uh, like, gory it was, mm-hmm. uh, which has me more intrigued than I already was. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, okay. Well, there we go. Um, all right, so the next thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, I think you guys mentioned this on uh, This Horror Life this week, Rob, but um, I just wanted to bring it up again because uh, I think it's fucking awesome. The original Halloween gets an official pinball machine yeah, for the very first the, time. Oh, this sounds awesome. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a company called Spooky Pinball that is uh, apparently making a Halloween pinball machine. Oh my goodness. Who the fuck do they think they are? I don't know. Where are they? Where can I play this? Where can I go visit the Halloween pinball um, machine? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, they're, it's, they're not available yet. They from what I can tell from the company's website, they do uh, limited edition pinball machines, and they've done one for Alice Cooper, I think. Um, I think they did one for Rob Zombie too. Aha, that's Rob Zombie. And um, so I don't know. I, the only thing I can tell you is when they are available, you can buy it on their website. That's all I know about them, though. They did one for Rick and Morty as well. I do not have enough space in my home for a pinball machine, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have enough cash to buy one, because they're not cheap. Very expensive. I can't, well, I can't imagine they are, no. Yeah. Yeah, I looked. I think I think it was like 6500 bucks or something for, for the their other ones. Hmm. Yeah, I ain't getting that. Uh, their website is SpookyPinball.com, and their Twitty hand... The Twitter handle is at Spooky Pinball. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it. I, I like pinball machines, and I'll say this: the cool, one of the coolest things I've ever seen on this planet is a Tales from the Crypt pinball machine. I've seen them on eBay. Oh, they are fucking like it, some people even like the older ones. Obviously, they refurbish them. Mm-hmm. And they'll go in there and change all the lights to like updated LED lights. And oh my God, man, I'm going to see. I think they were going for like 20 grand. No. Um, one of my favorite bars out here is the uh, the Barcade mm-hmm. that we have. And they have um, like a bunch of the old universal monster pinball machines. Oh, that's cool. Mm. None of the Barcades that we have around here have pinball machines. They're all video games. 
I'm not gonna lie, ours is mostly pinball machines. Really? Ours is, yeah, ours are the old arcade cabinet games, which is still fun. I mean, it's great. Like, I, I got really drunk one night, spent a really long time playing Rampage, because I used to love that game. Oh, the with the Godzilla-looking thing? Yeah, yeah, the Godzilla oh, and yeah. the big monkey. And, yep. Yeah. For, for me, it's always uh, the Dracula pinball, and then they have um, House of the Dead is the one that I always get really uh, into nice. after I've had a few drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time as that big monkey smashing shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, I only see one Tales from the Crypt pinball machine on eBay right now, which is strange because I remembered seeing like a, a handful last time I looked at them. And this one, it, it's five grand and it, it looks like, you know, original, original. I seen one, man. Oh my God. They went all out on that. It looked brand new. Yeah. So that one was a little more pricey, but yeah, you know, it's just I, something about a pinball. And I'll tell you what, those fuckers are heavy, boy. Oh yeah. Oh, my dad had, I don't know why, but he bought a pinball machine, which never worked. I don't know where he got it from, what the deal was with it, but he bought it and he was gonna get it fixed, never did. And I ended up having to move the fucker out of the basement and good God, that those, and it was a small one and it was heavy. Oh, oh yeah, shit. I can imagine. I pulled my bag. If that was if I tried to do that now, I'd be out of commission for at least a week. Yeah, yeah. I was in my twenties when I did that. I ain't doing that. No. Well, hopefully, uh, somebody will make a below deck pinball machine soon. Oh God! More news? Do we have other news? <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> well, let's mosey right along that. Uh, another topic that was brought up on uh, this horror life this week. Uh, which I, I is definitely worth mentioning. Jason Blum recently confirmed that they are going to be making another Exorcist film, mm-hmm. and they're going to be producing that. Uh, Blumhouse is. And Rob, you are uh, first episode of Slasher Radio you were on was The Exorcist. That's right. Change your life forever. Oh fuck yeah! We're <laughs> at that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what do you think? Um. I, you know, I, I, I'm into it. It's um, it's going to be a sequel to the original film. They're going to throw the other crappy sequels out. Uh, I assume the prequels too. <laughs> um, and so I, you know, I'm into it. I, I had read that there was going to be um, an Exorcist remake. I would much rather get a a sequel than a remake. So uh, right. I'm into it. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think that goes to show how much better Blumhouse is than everybody else right now because they have that respect you know yeah I would be mad at this if it was a remake but they Jason Blum or whoever had enough sense in their head to be like uh yeah no we can't just remake something like the fucking exorcist can't get mad at a a sequel man just can't no and it's the same thing that they you know just did and had so much success with Halloween right so it makes sense for him to do it that way and uh, I'm fine with it, you know. I, I if they if somebody was remaking The Exorcist, I would be totally out on yeah. that. Like I, I have no interest in even watching it. It's, it's really weird because uh, when I heard that Blumhouse, I, what I had heard originally was that Blumhouse was remaking The Exorcist, and my initial thought was like, there's not a company that is uh, more poorly equipped to remake The Exorcist than Blumhouse. (laughs) But then they came, like, but then it was like, it's a sequel where they're, like, throwing out the other sequels, and I was like, Blumhouse can do that. Like, I trust them 100%. I'm still, I'm a little bit um, mad at them for Black Christmas still, and, like, whenever I hear the words (laughs) Blumhouse and remake, 
mm-hmm. next to each other. I get really fidgety. It's like, this is not going to go well for me. Um, but no, as a sequel, I, I can't think of anyone that I would trust more to do this. Yeah. You didn't love the Black Christmas remake? I I did not like the Black Christmas <laughs> remake. I liked the 2006 Black Christmas remake. No, you remake didn't. No one likes that movie. That movie sucks. than the 2019 Black Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, not more than the original, but like if I had to choose a remake, um, <laughs> it would not yeah. be the 2019 one. Yeah, not neither one of them are good. That's fair. I, I don't think we, to be fair, I don't think we would trust anybody to remake something with a title like The Exorcist, you know? And that's the other thing, too. Like, there would only be, there are so many ways to screw up The Exorcist and no possible way to improve on it. Right. Yeah. Right. I often think about that, though, Mikey. I, I always wonder uh, when I sent you that message on Twitter saying, hey, I'd like to come on and guest host a show. Mm hmm. Did you have any idea what was gonna what was coming your way? <laughs> Not a fucking clue. We had so <laughs> many people on for those little guest things that we were doing, transmission transitioning from uh, uh, what's her ass dismay. And Jesus Christ, did you linger, boy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, to tell you the truth, I think. I mean, I don't remember off the top of my head. I think we only really hear from like one other person. <laughs> yeah. Anymore. <laughs> Oh boy, lucky me, right? Yeah, here I am. Yeah, below deck and all. Yeah, oh, now, so good. Now I get sexy time with Rob every time. That's right, that's right. Sexy time with Rob. Who did I fuck over? <laughs> uh, next, next. According up, to Horror Court, me. <laughs> that was Ghost. He's in the middle of serving time right now. It's probably snoring right now, but you get the point. Next up is the Don't Breathe 2 trailer came out. Cat, excited? I am not. Um, But I will say I'm not mad about it. I've seen a lot of people on my Twitter feed that are actively angry about the Don't Breathe 2 trailer, and I think that's a little bit much. Uh, I just don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't Breathe is one of those things that I don't think needs to be a franchise or a trilogy or have sequels like it was fine on its own it it was a nice standalone horror film and i don't know why we can't leave it alone but i'm i'm not gonna be mad about it like some people were offended um yeah um i really liked it don't breathe i thought it was really good and i was interested in a sequel um i am less interested in the movie now than i was before i saw the trailer the trailer was not uh so i try not to watch trailers um i did see this one though and it doesn't look great no it it well it doesn't look like a good movie but also it doesn't really make sense it's like it tries to turn the bad guy from the first movie into the good guy in this movie that's what people were so i can't imagine I could be wrong. I I could be, you know, it could be a year from now and we could be laughing at me for saying this. Um, I can't imagine that they would do that. I, it's gotta be like one of those misleading trailer things. There's no way, right? That they're gonna try to make him sympathetic, like... Yeah, just going off what I saw in the trailer, that is certainly what it looks like and that makes no fucking sense. I think it just has to be a bad trailer. That could be. Because I, I think they're going to try to do that same thing where it's like a twist where you find out he's he's more evil than he already was. Yeah, maybe. I I just, I, I don't know. It's, it's not a good sign when you release your trailer and I am less interested in your movie than I was before I saw it. Yeah. 
I don't think it's gonna be. And it, again, it's one of those things with sequels where it's like there are a lot of ways that you can dilute the story, and not a lot of ways that you can improve upon it. Yeah, yeah, it didn't need a sequel. You're right. It was a fine standalone horror movie. I liked it. I just watched it again this last week uh, for the first time since it came out, and it it holds up okay. Um, mm-hmm. Good movie, but does not need a sequel. Yeah, why does everything try and go into a franchise, you know? Money? Yeah, of course. No. I did say the same thing. Like, I've said this before where I've said that movies don't need sequels, and I've been wrong. So, maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah. it'll be really good. Yeah, without sequels, we never would have gotten Paranormal Activity 2 oh, and that pool cleaner. <laughs> you know, I, I do want the record to show Paranormal Activity was on that list. It was on that list. I'm going to have to watch it by myself now this next yeah, week. Yeah, but the, and... <laughs> the pool cleaner's not in that one, so I wasn't interested. No, it was in the third one, and the pool cleaner was powerful, okay? So scary. So oh. scary. It, it was outside scary? the pool. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's cleaning nothing. A pool cleaner doesn't work if it's not in the water. <laughs> oh my god, it's terrifying. The fucking exorcist. How to do it? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you watch Don't Breathe 2's trailer, but not Halloween Kills. Yeah. Um, All right. To be fair, I like, I didn't entirely know what I was watching. It, it was one of those like Twitter outrage stories where they're like, I can't even believe this, and there was a play button under it, and I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> and I was like halfway through the trailer when I was like, oh. <laughs> I see, yeah. So we can we now know we can trick Cat yeah. into watching trailer. Okay. It's, it's not yeah. difficult to trick me into watching a trailer, but... <laughs> yeah. Just send her anything with a play button in your set. There we go. Don't mind whatever link I send to you next, Cat. <laughs> click it and press play. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right. Next up, Jennifer Tilly. I love Jennifer Tilly. Uh, introduces the young cast of Chucky, the TV series. And uh, they have some behind the scenes photos that were released on her Twitter. I can't can't wait. Cannot wait for this shit to come out. I didn't see it. Uh, of course. Do you not give a shit about Chucky? I, I'm, I don't care about this TV series. Maybe I will when it starts, but I'm just not... I don't know. It's hard for me to get excited about it for some reason. I don't know why. Is it going to be on Shudder by any chance? It's a sci-fi thing, I think. Uh, Well, sometimes Shudder picks up the sci-fi stuff. I've got my fingers crossed because I'm I'm going to get around to watching it sooner if they put it on Shudder. That's just a fact. I don't know. Rob, you said you you seen more positive things and all this and you were getting into it. What happened? I know, I I do, but it's I don't know. I, I honestly though, I don't care about this young cast that whatever. I mean, fine, whatever. Introduce the young cast, but I don't I don't give a shit. Put Jennifer Tilly's do. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. I, I'm so sorry. I feel like I ask this every week. When is this coming out? No when are we getting knows. the show? We don't, we don't know yet. Okay, no that's probably why I never remember the answer. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be out already. Um, yeah, well, yeah, COVID did fuck us pretty good. We would have seen it by now, but uh, yeah, it's uh, the series for USA and Sci-Fi. Oh, yeah. So we got Jennifer Tilly, obviously, um, has been noted as coming back. Brad Dourif is back as Chucky, and Alex Vincent is around and and fiona duriff and i mean damn it rob come on get excited 
I would be more excited if Mark Hamill was coming back. Hey. <laughs> We've already had this fight. <laughs> yeah, well. You broke my this key. One's, yeah. This one's yeah. post making me watch Rob Zombie. Yeah. But that was <laughs> even Rob Zombie the, the aside, it still wasn't nice. <laughs> Son of a Maybe bitch. he should remake Child's Play. Maybe. I'd watch that. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Looking forward to Red you know, Chucky. <laughs> I would watch a, a Rob Zombie's child play. I would. I would. Yeah. yeah. Sherry Moon Zombie is Chucky. <laughs> no, her is Tiff. <laughs> and Bill Mosley is Chucky. What? <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> I hate you so much. Last up, and, and this is, I'm getting pissed off back. To, you know, I was going to just act like you didn't say that. Mm-hmm. and move on and then i seen what the next thing to move on to was and i got double mad awesome. so thanks a lot for setting that one up uh there is a screen worn jason mask uh that uh sold for over two hundred thousand dollars at oh. an auction i guess what movie it's from it's uh jason goes to hell it sure fucking is 200 grand for that man um you think chris bought it <laughs> Yeah, I think Chris <laughs> sold his ass about a million times over. That. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a that's a lot, and that's a lot of money. Yeah, um, and I, I love Jason. There's no way I would have paid that amount of money for a mask. I wouldn't pay that amount of money for a mask from any of the movies, let alone that one. Yeah. Somewhere in Arizona, Chris is sitting on an ice pack right now with a Jason mask on. <laughs> uh, it, and, I, you know, I think this is the one, guys, that we talked about before. It was going up for auction. And what's his face? Kane Hodder wrote on the forehead of the fucking thing. I don't uh, know yeah. why, but he did. You know, to Tom, you're next. This is what, what Kane Hodder signed. To Tom, you're next. Kane Hodder, and then underneath his name, he put Jason in quotes. All right. Well, he played Jason. That's fine. He can do that. But you're not Jason. No. Well, he is. No. <laughs> he's Kane Hodder. He's Jason and Victor Crowley. You know, guys, we really need to try and set up some kind of intervention for Kane Hodder. <laughs> he needs to get over the fact that he is Kane Hodder. He's not Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees is not real. I, I don't have a problem with it. He likes the role. I mean... It, it's uh, it's nice to see somebody who embraces the the role that they play in the I, horror genre. I agree. And however many decades later, it's fucking over and move on. <laughs> you know, stop overcharging people and acting like you're fucking busy. Cat, did you buy this mask? Uh, no, I did not. I I am entered though to win one of the Kane Hodder signed masks, but I don't oh. think it's a like on screen one. Cat. What? No. Um. It was a uh, it's a raffle situation uh it Still. came for free with the pre-order of the cane hotter coffee oh <laughs> well, you got the cane hotter coffee huh yeah i, I pre-ordered there's a chance <laughs> there's like a one percent chance i can win the cane hotter mask well hopefully nice. you're one of the lucky people who don't win it <laughs> if you if you win it will you wear it yes awesome Ugh. Cat, he touched that. Come on, man. Yeah, damn. This thing did sell for a lot of money, though. Worn by Kane Hodder in the early proportions of the movie, the mask was estimated to fetch between. Oh, wow. The mask was estimated to fetch between 20000 and 30000 during the auction. 
Sweeney's pop exceeded even the highest expectations. The winning the winning bid was placed for 180,000 and we've learned at the prop store today that the full price the buyer pays comes out to $225,000 damn. Good lord. Wow. They don't even give his name. Well, I can't even conceive of having that much money to drop on a mask. Yeah. Just be like, "You know what? I'm just going to buy this today." Yeah. Um I also before I forget about my coffee purchases, um, Dead Sled is also they've teamed up with Bloody Disgusting for a bloodbath blend. Okay. Right. Uh, I don't know if it's it is also on pre-order, so I don't know if it's good yet, but <laughs> I thought you were gonna bring up Kane Hotter again. No. Coffee, okay. just coffee, just uh spooky coffees. <laughs> From now on, instead of saying Kane Hotter, can we just say Rob Zombie? <laughs> no, they're not the same person. And I'm not, not the same, but but at least it'll it might get a little confusing, but still, I think mm-hmm. we should just replace Kane Hodder with Rob Zombie. Yeah, what if I told you I was in a raffle to win a Rob Zombie signed Jason mask? There you go, <laughs> beautiful. That'd be great. <laughs> be great. At least Rob Zombie's actually Rob Zombie. You know. <laughs> anyway, um, that's all I got for the news, guys. All right. All right, we will take a quick little break, and we will be back with Stir of Echoes. All right, guys, we are back and we have an interesting pick this week. Uh, Is it though? We have a pick. (laughs) (laughs) I said before we started, this is probably going to be the (laughs) shortest episode of Slasher Radio ever because I don't think there's anything to say about this movie. You know, you guys, uh, like I said, Kat gave the list. Rob made the pick. Um, I voted for Rob Zombie's Halloween, but, you know, fuck me, I guess. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that but- wasn't that was never going to happen. <laughs> never. I'll be damned. <laughs> and uh, I picked this one because it's a movie that um, I had watched. I actually owned this on. I don't remember. I may have even had this on VHS before I had a DVD player. And Damn. I watched it a lot when it was fairly new. Um, but I hadn't seen it in years. So I thought it would be fun to go back and revisit it. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I like this movie, man. I I really liked it. Yeah, I don't I I should clarify and say that I didn't dislike it. It's just sort of it exists. I feel you know? like it I had kind of the same experience where I remembered really liking it. Uh I was kind of happy when you picked it cuz this was one of the ones, you know, that I I consider to be in the upper tier based off of the other movies I had to watch this week. That might still be true by default, uh, but it was one of the ones I was really looking forward to watching. Um, and it just like I remember really liking it, and I couldn't remember a lot about the movie. I thought it was going to be a fun rewatch, and it's it's not terrible. Like I don't have any complaints about it, but there were no strong you know I'm so glad I'm watching this again emotions. Uh, my notes, yeah. by the way, for this movie. Uh, usually I take like very detailed thorough notes and do a doodle or whatever uh, in the <laughs> corner. Uh, sure. My notes for this one are literally just stir of echoes 1999. That's like the full, <laughs> I wrote nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, 
I don't have very many notes either. I will tell you that about um, 20 minutes or so into the movie, I found a way to make it really enjoyable. Yeah. And that was to watch it as if I was watching a comedy because this movie is unintentionally hilarious. Is it? There, yeah, there were a couple spots. Yeah. There's some really funny stuff that's going on in this movie. Uh, that is, I don't, most of it is not intentional, but it just plays as stupidly funny. <laughs> I never heard of this thing. It, this movie got kind of buried because it came out around the same time as the sixth sense. It came out like a yeah. month after, right? Yeah. It was like, yeah. And so this one was sort of the other ghost movie, you know, because the sixth sense was so big, um, that this one just sort of got buried in its weight. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. And, um, uh, like Kat said, this came out in 1999. I was worried I was going to hate a 90s movie, so my gimmick lives on. Uh, I really like this thing. It starred Kevin Bacon, who looked a lot like Mark Wahlberg mixed with Tom Brady in this movie. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. Tom Brady-esque. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, there were a couple of things. Uh, my, my first note, well, my first note is uh, Kevin Bacon looks like Mark Wahlberg, but the second note is this isn't really horror related, but I, I seen the thing they were trying to go for. This was set in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I got a very Brooklyn feel from it. I mean, because I'm from there. So, you know, obviously I would relate to it more, but they, I, I know they were looking for that, you know, that that small little neighborhood where everybody knows each other. And, yeah, you know, I, I get that. But it's like. Them going to like they just set certain things up weird. Like it, it was like a it looked like a frat party at a uh, at a frat house. Yeah, that they were going to in the beginning of the movie. And it's just a bunch of fucking middle aged people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, I thought they actually did a pretty good job of creating that neighborhood feel. I, I do agree with you about that party. It, it yeah. did not seem uh, that did seem out of place, but I think they did a good job in creating that uh, you know that sort of community within a larger city um feel you know uh, and the guy the one guy with this is a decent neighborhood <laughs> you know he says that throughout the movie and uh uh that that's one of the lines that made me laugh every time he said it again unintentionally hilarious <laughs> yeah they did a decent job but yeah that guy really the thing that drove it home most was him and there's always that one the neighborhood guy that's like yeah. everything that happens under the face of the earth has yeah. to do with that neighborhood yeah, but it, it's very much, um, yeah, it's very much uh, portraying a, a working class Chicago neighborhood uh, where, you know, uh, they all sort of look out for one another, as they say. And, uh, you know, and there's the scene, too, where they're having like the block party and then a fight starts and his wife is like, there's always somebody got to ruin it. <laughs> it sure is. That's how every fucking block party ends, boy. Yeah. I remember that. Remember block, but did you guys have block parties? No, dude. No. Really? cat no uh i i went to someone else's block party once but Damn. yeah i've never lived in an area that had them no those were not a thing where i grew up block parties were the shit man my aunt's block had a party once and they legit had a fucking pony there oh sweet <laughs> no bullshit yeah yeah damn i would go to that now yeah right <laughs> yeah. I, that, if, rob that horse see me and you coming boy <laughs> a whole ass down the street like, oh hell no <laughs> uh, but yeah I mean it, it. I that's part of the reason why I liked it because it was a relatable thing that they set up so I enjoyed that yeah I, I do think they did a, a pretty good job of setting up that neighborhood uh, and, and, and making you feel that sort of 
sense of community. What, what I think that they did do kind of poorly was the, I didn't really ever get the sense or that uh, Kevin Bacon and his, his wife and kid were new to the neighborhood until it was mentioned that they were new to the neighborhood. Yeah. And even then, yeah, it, it felt like they had maybe been there longer. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, um, yeah, they felt like they were part of that neighborhood. Um, and so it didn't seem like they were, they were new to it. And then it's mentioned at some point. And I was like, well, that didn't, that didn't come across, but okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the hypnotism thing. I liked it. I liked that it wasn't over the top, but I also like they gave you a visual. You know, I feel yeah. like a, a lot of those things is just really somebody talking and you guys like they actually gave you something to to go with it. Yeah, um, they did a really good job of that too. That was something that drew the director um to the that made him want to make this movie. Mm. I, I read just a little bit about it, and he uh he said that was one of the things that made him want to make the movie. It's a, it's apparently it's based on a, a novel from like I want to say 1958 or something. I seriously considered uh, spending my day reading that novel. Yeah. uh, Cause I just, I really like it's a Richard Matheson and I really like his books. I have not read this one. um, And I just having seen some of the other Richard Matheson films, having read some of his other books, I feel like the book for this would have been amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Apparently though, the, uh, the director read the book and really liked it and sort of had this idea for a way to do the visuals for the hypnosis. Um, and I think you he, can tell those were some of the best like visual scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was, that was a big thing with him though. He, he wanted to do it in a way that you don't normally see it done. Uh, and I think he pulled it off because they, they did look good and it was, it, it was cool. Um, and I think it's, you know, I, I wouldn't be upset if more movies just sort of flat out stole that from this movie. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. It's better. You know, like it, it actually, because when they sat down for the hypnotism thing, like I, like I almost tuned out because I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to be sitting here listening to this chick talk for however long. And, and then I, it's cut to something. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Take me with you. That's what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, then uh, he pretty much started losing his mind because she opened a door, and that was a really cool concept, too. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest problems with the movie overall, and, and I don't necessarily have a problem with the mythology, but I wish they had talked about it just a little bit more. I thought it was really weird that an amateur can open this door, but there's, like, no way. They don't really talk too much about the hypnotism being able to close the door back up. It is vaguely explored, but it just... I don't know. It she was high. I don't think you should be dehypnotizing people <laughs> high in the first place. Uh but then he's like, "Well, it didn't work." and and gives up and it's like, "I I feel like maybe a professional would have been or even just like any kind of follow-up research there. It's just like if if this experience opens up this entire life-changing experience for you, um I would have tried a little bit harder to get that to go away, you know?" Yeah, I- I feel like, didn't she say she was like taking a class on it or something? Yeah. Like go talk to the professor, uh, read some of the books. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, all right, let, let's, uh, let's go talk to your teacher. All right. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we let him take a look in my head and poke around a little bit and see what he can come up with. He, he just seemed a little bit too. And it's one of those things where it's like, obviously if the hypnotism had been able to fix it, there wouldn't have been a movie. I don't disagree with that decision, but it made him seem very passive because he wasn't trying very hard to get rid of the problem. 
and he didn't yeah. go to her until however long. That'd have been the first person so I went long. to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? But I, I do think um uh they they showed you or like when he first started, you know, after he went home and all that and after the hypnotism. And he, uh, Kevin Bacon, just a great actor. I mean, you know, he really is. Like he showed you that obviously it was some kind of a mental fuck when it happened, like right after. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, then he starts tweaking out at home. Uh and <laughs> another thing too, the the shit men will go through for some fucking poom poom, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but he was really trying to to not let it go. I was like, damn, are you gonna fight through it like that? Yeah. Well, honestly, though, when when he was finally he was like, Stop, I can't do this or whatever, I was like, Oh, you giving up, you sissy. <laughs> you gotta power through. Yeah, I mean, maybe I guess. Just get uh, your get your rate of thrust going and you'll be fine. Oh god almighty. Check out the Patreon for rate of thrust. That's the worst selling point ever. Um, no, you gotta you gotta hang in there, you know what I mean? She she I mean she did say she was like, I, I couldn't tell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're in there, you're getting work done. Just just let it go. Oh uh, god. Um yeah, but he, he even in that scene, man, like he, you know, like obviously she's in the moment, she doesn't understand what's going on with him. And like like he really was like you could tell he was shook. Mm-hmm. And that that's really important in, in I think these movies too, as opposed to seeing terrible acting and it's like you just don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah, all the cast is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know the name of the actress who plays his wife or the woman who plays her sister. Um, but I have seen them in other things and they're always really good. And so is the guy who uh, played the, you know, sort of neighborhood guy that we were talking about, you uh-huh. know, the guy who loves the neighborhood. That guy is, I've seen him in a lot of stuff and he's good too. Yeah. So there were some talented people in there. Unfortunately, I don't know any of their names. They're always sort of, uh, you know, character actors. So it's, you know, the people whose names you don't know, but when they come on screen, you go, oh, I like that guy. Yeah. yeah, And, you know, sometimes that's all you need, man. You need one good, re- really, like, a, a name to bring it in. Mm-hmm. It helps. It's not necessary, but it helps. And Kevin Bacon's solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you got a couple other people who just do their thing, man, and it all comes together. Yeah. 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 Um, What else did I have on this? But I, I will say this, too. Uh, they did jump scares really well in this movie. See that the, none of the jump scares got me. Were there oh. jump scares in this movie? <laughs> yeah, there were supposed to be. There were right. supposed to be. And I, the thing is, like normally, if it's a movie I've seen before, I go, "Well, it didn't scare me because I knew it was coming." You know what I mean? Yeah. But this had been so long. Like I literally, I probably haven't seen this movie in, you know, sixteen, seventeen years. Um, it so it had been so long ago that there's I didn't remember when they were coming. But none of them got me. I was just like, okay. I I didn't even register that they were jump scares. So <laughs> the girl on the couch, no, yeah. not not really. No, damn. But another funny scene comes later when he's trying to make her reappear. <laughs> yeah, he keeps messing with the remote and then sitting back and looking over. That's yeah. just uh, again made me laugh a lot. Uh, there was one thing that I wanted to talk about. I, I guess uh, this is the closest thing that I have to an opinion about this film. Uh, there was the, I, I thought it was really interesting how often the ghost showed up specifically behind the mother, uh, mm-hmm. being the only person that could not see the ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was kind of an interesting audience insight look. It, it, 
there were times where it annoyed me because it's like there's no one here that should be able to see this. But I, I, I finally landed on the side of it's kind of cool that we get to know that she's there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, meant to be creepy because we knew that the mother couldn't see her. Yeah. But we could. I, I don't know that it was creepy, but it was supposed to be. I do also, I did like the scene um, where she's running a bath. Mm-hmm. And she goes to get in it. She puts her foot in there and she's like, oh, this is cold. And it's because the ghost is there. Yeah. Right. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty clever. Um, I, another quick pet peeve. I, I just remembered, uh, I don't like that he was told to dig. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I understand it was supposed to be red herring, but then she was in the wall and I yeah. just, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a problem it's I have with like some, punch. this is a problem I have with some, um, ghost movies anyway, is that the ghost is trying to tell you a message. Mm-hmm. And so it, it tells you dig. Why doesn't it just say I'm in the wall in your basement right here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I guess like, they can't be too explicit, but if I was in a location that was horizontal to someone's basement yeah. and I got one word, that word would not be dig. Yeah. Yeah. Wall, wall. would be a better, would have been a better word. Bricks. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something. Yeah. But I just, um, yeah, that, that always bothers me. Where it's Even like they, basement, because he spent a lot of time digging up the backyard. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I, even if he had taken up the basement floor and then found the walls, like, it still would have saved him a ton of time. Yeah. But, that you know, that's what you would do. If somebody says dig, you would probably start in your yard. Yeah, right? I that don't would, blame him for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that would make sense. Thank uh, God she didn't say wall. Could you imagine? Let's see what he did. Did you imagine <laughs> that fucking house? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. But yeah, that's always something that annoys me about uh, about these ghost movies. They're trying to get a message to you. It said dig. Well, be a little more specific, motherfucker. <laughs> if you can get dig to me, you can get other information to me, too. That was a funny part, too, though. He's like, I have to dig. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I have to dig. What <laughs> don't you understand? I have to dig. I have to dig. And then, uh, and then when their son's digging, he goes, he's helping, but it's not over there. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you fucking knows. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the paranormal thing. Yeah, I, I understand that. But what I do like they did with the whole paranormal thing with this movie. They didn't have and see, this is my problem with paranormal movies today. They didn't have a million fucking demons running yeah. around. Like, there's one ghost. I see. Maybe you have another one. All right, cool. We don't need a million random ass fucking demons everywhere. You had one and they didn't overexpose her either. That was really refreshing. I I do get really tired of, especially because I've been working on this piece, uh, this haunted house piece for like almost a full month at this point. And it's just hard to find haunted house movies where it's ghosts. Like I'm trying to write about ghosts and there are all of these things that market themselves as uh, like haunted house stories that are demons. And it's like, that's fine, but it's different. (laughs) Insidious. And oh, God almighty, don't get me started, man. It's it's been hard to like find this many ghost movies and something that was really refreshing, especially with the month that I've had was like there is a ghost in the house. It does its job. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's effective. You know, yeah. you don't need all that extra, the conjuring and oh, dear God, yeah. man, enough. The one thing that I could have done without in this movie was the exposition from the cop in the graveyard. Yes. Like, that was that weird. was that was, yeah, completely. It was reminiscent a bit of the shining, right? Yeah. There but it was completely 
I mean, I get that that was sort of the, it was supposed to explain what was happening to us, sort of. But it was just, I didn't feel like it was necessary. They could have found a much more organic way to do that. It felt forced in. It was, you know, the scene in the graveyard and then the scene with her going to visit him. And it, it just, I didn't feel like we needed that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that because I, I don't, I never liked that. Like the, the, when people just know too much, I'm sure I've bitched about it on the show before. Like, like that's so like how, right. How like, Oh, I can see it in his eye. The bullshit you can. And then all of a sudden you go right to, Oh, well it must be his daddy. And, and the guy that he kept calling him daddy. It was so weird to me. Uh, yeah. have daddy come by later. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds a little weird. Doesn't it? Have- <laughs> I was hurt. I'd be like, hey, get off my man. Motherfucker. You yeah. Have, daddy? Have daddy come visit me in my secret room in the alley. No. And then she goes, this is yeah. a lot. Sweet Jesus. Um, but no, it, it, it just, it, that ruins it for me. It's like, what the hell? How do you, someone just by not even looking at the father, the kid yeah. didn't even do anything strange in front of him either. Like he just looked at the kid and knew. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It was, it was weird and, and out of place. And it didn't even come up in the end. No, no, it never. Yeah. It never shows up again. It, it's really kind of pointless uh, because everything that he explains to her, we already know pretty the much. Context. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, 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 I would, I think that this movie, if you completely cut those scenes out, it doesn't change at all. No. no yeah. And you know, I watched this with ghost. And she, uh, I had brought that up. I bitched about it during the movie. And she said, uh, what the hell is she? Oh, she's like, oh, well, um, you know, the, the wife has to find out it's something along the lines of where uh, something needed to happen for the wife to believe what Kevin Bacon's going through. Dude, it's a paranormal movie. You could have right. did literally, you could have had something big happen in the house that the ghost did right in front of her. Where it's like, oh shit, okay, something's happening. It didn't need to be so, and, and like the dude didn't even have, end up helping in the end. Like it literally right. didn't even need to be there. And and also, you can make the argument that the story is more interesting if she doesn't believe what her husband is going through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have again. I haven't read the book, but I would be willing to bet because this was also. I there were a couple scenes in I Am Legend that were the same way, where it's like they were really good in the book. And then they were like really forced in in the movie where they went on Hmm. too long and kind of monologued. I'd be willing to bet that there was a scene there was like a really cool scene in the book at a graveyard with uh, an omniscient man uh, that just got horribly mistranslated for the movie. Probably. Yeah, I mean, that could be too. Whenever you're taking anything from a a book or or any source material and make it into a movie, that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was that was completely out of place. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, that, I thought that was. I, I hate when movies do that in general. Mm-hmm. All annoy the shit out of me. But um, uh, what? <laughs> that's another thing. Uh, the the dude that was that uh, we're talking about now. He said he's a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell kind of? How many innuendos are you gonna pack into one yeah. guy? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I told you it's unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> it is. It is. I, said, I yeah. said, whoa, what? Yeah. When uh when one of the things that made me laugh the hardest is um when the um the babysitter takes off with their kid and Kevin Bacon <laughs> realizes it and he goes running back to the house you know yeah uh, when he comes out of the house he he stops his wife is is um outside 
And he's like, you know, he's uh, she's yelling for the sun and, and Kevin Bacon says something, you know, he's not in there or whatever. And then he just takes off like in a full sprint down the road mm-hmm. and his wife is just standing there and she yells at him. She says, where are you going? And it, it was so damn funny. He just turns his head still running and goes, I don't know. <laughs> yes. It's so stupid. And this was like kind of a weird thing for me because he seems to have a really good grasp of his powers. Like when he starts getting them, he's like very good at using the site. And then he it takes him so long to find the body. (laughs) Yeah. He not have used a little bit of that, just a tiny bit to know. (laughs) Yeah, because it seems like when when her when the sun was missing, wherever he looked, he saw like a red flash and he was supposed to go that way. And I thought that was going to be relevant. Yeah, it seems like that could have been useful in trying to find the body. Yeah. Right? And that that's another thing about that whole kidnapping thing. Like, I get that the kid said Samantha, but mm-hmm. all that because the kid, like, it's a common name. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I talk to Samantha all the time. Like, how do you know it's not like a family member or just some other random, some, all, all of that immediately right. over, like, that, that was annoying, too. Also, so even if I'm uh even if I have like a dead sister or missing sister or whatever the case is, uh, and someone says her name to me, I'm not going to grab up a screaming child in my right. arms and run him to my mother. Like, right, yeah. And and it's a weird thing because she says, Where do you talk to, to Samantha? And he says, I, you know, I talk to her all the time, and she says, Where? And he says, Here, and she says, In in your house. And he says, yes. And then she grabs him to leave. And I'm like, I would, wouldn't you search the house? Yeah. You're, you're in the house. It's just you and this kid. If you think your sister has been kidnapped and is being held captive there. Right. Maybe the smart thing to do would be, I don't know, poke around the house a little bit. And that like, again, the characters just seemed a little bit passive. Cause like the mother there seems pretty, if there were a time where the mother needed really good justification about the whole paranormal aspect, it was in the beginning after someone had picked up her child and run him to the bus station. Like, Yeah. Uh-huh, bus station. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's not where you want kids. <laughs> there no, are no, they're, going they're, on there. Yeah, yeah, you don't want... Yeah. Kids have no business in the singles club. <laughs> <laughs> but she just, like, she seemed okay to accept the idea that this uh babysitter that she had hired uh ran her child out in the middle of the night because her sister was missing and it's like what what was the plan here on anyone what was anybody's plan yeah yeah yeah, i don't know but i will say this and uh that situation kind of sort of goes into it this movie did a phenomenal job at tying every fucking thing together you know, and like it goes back to like I completely forgot that the kid sitting at the table suggested this girl. You know, and it's oh, like yeah. then they mentioned it, and it's like, oh yeah. And even at the end, man, like every all his premonitions and all that stuff, so many things tied together perfectly. I think it tied a lot together. I don't think it tied everything together. What didn't it? I think the things we just talked about. I think the, oh, the, the cop, yeah. The yeah. cop yeah. that yeah. doesn't go anywhere no. or do anything. You know, the whole thing with the babysitter kidnapping the kid. I mean, that serves a purpose and it, it belongs in the movie, but it would have been nice to know what anyone's plan was in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm saying like the, the imagery that they used and certain the, 
the seeds they planted. That, that that I don't know what the hell they were thinking with that. Even just saying <laughs> Samantha Who would have made it gave a little something. Yeah, crying out loud like that was so dumb. But yeah. I mean, you know, all the little seeds that they planted, they all grew and in, into a beautiful vine and tied together. Mm-hmm. And the visions uh, that they gave, like uh, I guess we'll call them visions. I don't know that Kevin Bacon was having were were really well done too. I thought that was interesting. Like when he was sitting on the floor listening to music and he closed his eyes, and then when he opened them back up, he was like, you know, seeing his house. Yeah. Uh, before, uh, you know, and uh, he was just sort of in that in that house. Um, I thought that was really well done and, and pretty cool. Um, there were a lot of cool sort of visual effects throughout the thing. I mean, like even we talked about the hypnosis scene, but uh, you know, as she's describing the theater that he's sitting in, the way it changes to fit the description that she's given him mm-hmm. uh, was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Even the, the kid shooting himself, the, yeah. the first go around of it before the whole groundhogs day thing, uh, dude, that was like it, it. It it had the camera cuts made it look fast, and you know the facial expression on the kid, and then the blood. Like it, it was cool. Yeah, and then they even tied that in when you know, uh, uh, the neighborhood guy is like after in the end when he saves uh, uh Mr. Bacon. Uh, can we call him the Baconator? <laughs> he saves his bacon. He saves he saves the bacon's bacon. Yeah. Uh, you know, he comes out and he was like, oh, they were going to kill you. And he sits on the porch and says everything he said in the premonition. And yeah, like, I, yeah. I just like shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. It did come together pretty nice. Uh, again, I, I didn't hate the movie or anything. It just was not nearly as good as I remembered it being. Watch this in another 16 years, Mikey. And <laughs> well, yeah. 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 And know. think of it as a comedy and you'll enjoy it. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to think of it as a comedy. It had some dark shit in here. It did. It hmm. did. Even I'll tell you what. Even the um the baby monitor scene with the babysitter before she went up there to check on him that was creepy to me. That was creepy. I like I I wish I, I get wrapped up in this sometimes where it's like I'll latch onto part of a movie and then I kind of wish they had done that instead. Mm-hmm. But if that had been your stereotypical, you know, haunting situation uh for the full movie i still would have watched it like that just the hearing one half of a child's conversation when they're talking about you just there's something very unsettling yeah. about that that i wish they had kind of lingered on a bit more yeah yeah that that i don't know what it was like i just got chills a little bit i was like oh felt weird yeah yeah damn it rob what it's a good movie it's fine <laughs> Like I don't dislike it. Like I said, it, it exists. I don't know. Yeah, like it was new to me. So yeah, I mean, I could definitely I understand. But yeah, I liked it, man. They, I, I, th- I think it's because I have such a vendetta against movies like The Conjuring and Insidious and all them that it's like this was like Cat said. It's like it's really nice to have a real paranormal, an original paranormal type movie. Right, right. Like a real ghost movie. Right. Yeah. yeah we don't get those no more. Mm-mm. Um, another Maybe thing, this movie is the reason why. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you got to admit, you would much rather sit through this than the fucking, especially that last Conjuring. Oh, absolutely. Let's <laughs> see. See? Yeah. 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 Um, another thing that I wasn't crazy about, though, it was uh, the body reveal. Like uh, the corpse, I guess, in the wall. Like, I don't know. Like they, they did such. 
It could have been better. It could have been better. Yeah, they got a mummified body. And didn't that happen like six months prior? Yeah, I think they said the she fuck? went disappearing six or she disappeared six months ago. Yeah. Not gonna look like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't, I mean, I have no idea what a body looks like after six months. Um, you know, I don't know what your basement's like, Mikey, but mine doesn't have any. The bodies in my basement don't look like that after six months. <laughs> I don't know. No. It, that was mummified. Yeah, it was, um, but you know, six months in a wall. I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah, wouldn't that um, stink too? Like, yeah, that's the one thing. Yeah. You'd think that. Somebody would have smelled that. It should not have taken him that long to find the body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Especially the light matches in the small rooms. Like, <laughs> I imagine that would accentuate. Although, yeah. uh, on the idea of this being a comedy, I do really like thinking about the cut scenes where he's like, um, he's been out there digging for a long day and he has to go down to um fix the pilot light or whatever and there's this horrible smell and he's like if only i can find that in the backyard while i'm digging right. <laughs> yeah i don't know i i truly enjoyed this stuff like i really yeah. genuinely did well, i'm glad you liked it i i um like i said I, I hadn't seen it in a long time i do remember liking it a lot back in the day though i watched it quite often uh, it became one of those movies that was sort of like, a, a, you know, I call them comfort vo- food movies where I would just put it in to sit back and relax and watch something that I'd seen a thousand times and didn't have to think much about. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I just, for some reason, hadn't watched it in a really, really long time. Uh, so when I saw it on Cat's List, that's it was the title that jumped out at me like, oh, that that's a, a fun movie to would be a fun movie to rewatch. I haven't seen it in forever and I used to really like it. Um, and it turns out I don't really like it as much as I used to. <laughs> Damn That's you. always sad. Yeah. And, and again, I don't dislike it. Um, I just don't think it's great. You do shit on purpose. <laughs> I don't know. I will say I had a really weird experience with it because I was watching it and I was having a good time. You know, it wasn't like my brain was wandering. It's not like I was bored, uh, but it's. The first time in a long time that I've gotten, I, I got to the end of the movie, I realized I hadn't taken any notes. And it's like, I just have no strong feelings about this. Like, I enjoyed myself. It was it was a decent movie, but I can't go to bat for it. You know, like, there, there wasn't anything mm-hmm. that really caught my eye specifically. Right. And it was like, right. well, what? yeah, what I say about it earlier, it's a it's a whole lot of just OK, <laughs> you know, and that's sort of how I feel about it. It's a whole lot of OK. Damn you. Damn you. Um, I don't think I really have much more else to say on this thing, man. Yeah, we blew through everything I had uh, as a note a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, Kat, you didn't have anything else, did you? Nope. Okay. She wrote the title in the year of the film. So that's... <laughs> I know what year this came out. Yeah, once we covered that, she was good. <laughs> All right, so you guys want to portnoy it up? Uh, yeah. Okay. Who wants to go yeah. first? I'll go. Um, okay. I'll give it a 5.2. Uh, okay. It's uh, pretty average to me. Maybe just a little bit better than average, but not much. So 5.2. I mean, that's, I guess, fair. Ah, oh, man. I really don't think about my poor noise until right before I'm about to give them. Honestly, uh, I would give this... A seven point three. I almost said four three. All right. I think that's fair. It did a lot of good things. Uh, it stood away. From, well, 
you know, it was in 99. So these paranormal habits haven't really started back then. But, you know, that I like a good paranormal movie, man. Yeah. All right. Kat, what are you thinking on this? I'm thinking like a 6.5. All right. I'm I've been bouncing back and forth on this. Um because it's one of those things usually I usually for a movie that I enjoy this much as I'm watching, that's usually around a seven. Uh and I, I don't have any like large glaring problems with it. But also, uh just in terms of feelings, you know, like usually this is a very middle of the road feeling for me. You know, this is what I would consider this is how I usually feel about fives, you know, just like no mm-hmm strong opinion so I, i'm I'm thinking like a 6.5 somewhere in between those two all right well uh, that gives it an average of 6.3 man i can't believe you guys so i mean this movie doesn't deserve to be okay maybe not but damn i mean i can see it though but it, it gets more right than it gets wrong yes but it's you know it i don't think it's a great movie by any stretch of the imagination I, I'm glad you showed me this. It's uh, like I said, everybody knows I'm into the nineties movies. So uh, this one went under my radar and I'm glad I, I got to watch. It. I really did enjoy this movie. All right. And uh, next week we'll show you Velociraptor. Oh God. <laughs> Velociraptor. Damn it. I did that before too. That's what you I get, get so excited to throw that title out there that I get it wrong. You get excited <laughs> to piss me off. Problem. That's what you get. <laughs> All right, man. I don't. I don't really have anything else to mention on this one, guys. Um, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I guess go to slasherradio.com. Check out all of our articles, interviews, all that shit on there. Follow us on Twitter at slasherradio. Make sure you check out our Patreon, and uh, you get a chance to support the show. It's free to look. So you can spend a little sexy time with Rob. Oh God. <laughs> we'll talk about Rita of Thrust. Stop scaring people away. <laughs> There's no way someone will sign up after they hear you say Rate of Thrust. <laughs> Damn. It's a selling point. Mm, right. Uh Rob, where they find uh, I'm at Mikey's Dead, by the way, on Twitter. So where <laughs> they find you. Uh I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob123. And you can also listen to my other show, This Horror Life, wherever you find uh Slasher Radio. Uh you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore Valor V-O-L-E-U-R. You can also check out the channel that I write for on YouTube, Blood Binge. There you go. Yeah, is that what um you this list is for? The list of movies you're giving us, including this one. That's it's for Blood Binge, right, Cat? It is for Blood Binge. Okay, get your your YouTube cracking. You look out for these. If I can find like six more haunting ghost movies, uh, that video will be coming sometime in the future. There you go. Do you have the haunted mansion? I do not have the haunted mansion. <laughs> um, Starring Eddie Murphy. I'm not sure that's a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. Um, all right, guys, uh, make sure you come back. Check us out next week. Good night from Slasher Radio. All the best with Slasher Radio podcast.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.